I'm eating a brownie right now. Nice. I'm shaved this though. I, I got sound water. Dirty. The brownie will have to wait. I cannot be eating that shit because I will that will sound horrible. Guys, a good bite so. though, Terrence. Let me tell you. <laughs> Need I say more? Episode 35 coming at you. My name is Giuseppe. I'm joined by my co-host Terrence. Yes, sir. Starting things off differently this week, man. A little bit of twist to it, so you know you, you know. gotta say people get used to certain things. You want to mix up things like the intro. It's not like anyone cares about the intro enough to say something about it. So I don't know. People might, you know, have adapted to it. I think we'll get like a ton of emails of like, why did you change the intro? Where's the welcome? Doing too much. You know? <laughs> uh, man, how you feeling, bro? I'm feeling great, man. Middle I'm, September. I'm, I'm feeling great. It's middle of September. Weather but got nice, like but it's kind of hot today. Yeah, it's still hot. Like it's it was. Just... Gr- I went out. I went out like as if as if the world's not in the pandemic. I was hanging out with a friend uh, for most of Saturday, and Saturday was beautiful. It was like a high of like 73, and I was like, "This is great." Today, we also went out. Saturday. It was like a high of like 87. I was like, "This is in this film." It's it's weird because. I have the um, Amazon Echo, so I always ask like what the weather is going to be like the next day. Because you can't look on your phone in that. That'd take too long. Yeah, it's just it's more convenient now. It's not, man. It's it is. I so just silly. I just ask like, hey, Echo, what's I just the weather tap like? my finger and it tells me the same thing. It's, yeah, but you got to do like three taps. If you say so, bud. You I know, bet if we were sitting taps. down together and Who I had my go phone faster out, it, you would between Echo best, and, and a goddamn case, uh, app. Best case, you save one second. <laughs> you know, like, it's mm, I don't know. It's one second. But also, what you don't get is, like, the whole thing. Like, you get what the weather is now and maybe a little, like, oh, what today's going to be. I look at it and I go, okay, here's the weather. What's the rest of the week looking like? I already prepped I can my head. echo that as well. Yeah, and but at that point, I'm definitely quicker. At that point, I've, I'm already I'm already looking at the week. Okay, yeah, there, yeah. And then, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Echo okay, or Amazon, Alexa, whatever you call her. That's the, a week view, it'll take it'll take too long. But yeah. a day view, uh, I think Echo's those probably beating up. I just think all those like Google Homes and all those things, they they they're what we, it's like us trying to go to what we imagine the future to be, but it's just not anywhere close to being that cool. I'm just now. First of all, I wasn't a fan of it. It's I've had an Echo for probably like three years. I'm just now using it. That's what I mean. I, I and most people are like, I only use it for like the weather, um, you know, to like play a song, like very few things. Like, I, I think in our heads, we want to have like this thing where just, you know, like a smart house it just does whatever you want. You just say something and things happen. But like, it's not really there yet. I mean, my my girlfriend's uncle has a smart house and his his place is pretty nice. Like the like movie lit- smart house? It's like a movie smart house? No, I don't think nothing. I don't I think you have to have like very, very, very uh Bill Gates you gotta have shit. a lot of money in order like Bill, to really, I, I heard you know, Bill years, Gates style to have a real actual smart house. I heard years ago this could be a fucking fictitious rumor that Bill Gates at one point had maybe he still does. If it's true, he had like these things when you if you were guest his home, you'd like wear like a thing that would tell you like you'd say what your perfect temperature is. And as you went to rooms, it would like adjust to try to accommodate people. Like that's if you were by yourself. Much. I don't know if that's true. Maybe that's a complete made up fact that's I heard, much. but it's ridiculous. I, I mean, I don't know. Is it? Yes, it is. Terrence, <laughs> if you're gonna, before we even get to our, of course, black hat, before we get to that, Terrence, I have I want to bring up a little pet peeve. What's up? When people are typing, okay. I need everyone listening to understand something. I mean, I'm crystal clear about this. When you, if you say anything that ends 
you know, a sentence and it, and maybe it ends in a question mark or an exclamation point. When the word ends, you immediately put the question mark or exclamation point. There is no space at all. You put it directly touching the last word. If you leave a space. Why would you put a space? So many people do this. I need you. You look either a like you're foreign and you don't understand the language, which is possible, or b you're uneducated. So just be aware if you're doing that. A lot of people do this. It's all over. You're not writing properly. You're writing like an idiot. There's no reason for a space to be like you wouldn't put a space then period. You wouldn't know. And and, and, and that's the thing. They don't for the period. It just I'm telling you, look around at like people when they type whatever on 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 social media or text whatever. A lot of people. I'm gonna start looking at that. It's annoying, man. Like, it's just it. If you don't, if, if English isn't your first language, you know, like that's different, right? Like maybe you learned it, whatever. I mean, if you could speak, if you speak French and you learn English, I mean, hey, that's awesome. I, I wasn't that cool. But if you're not, you just look like an idiot, you know, like this is the proper ways. Like, do not leave spaces. It just looks dumb. Educated and entertained, Joe. <sighs> yes, like but it. Terrence, let's, of course, do our patented Black Excellence shout out of the week. With a period there. I like it. Oh, I'm black, y'all, and I'm black, y'all, and I'm black, and I'm black, y'all, 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 and I'm our shout out of the week goes out to the legendary. They call him the hip hop commissioner, Steve Stout. Um, Steve Stout, huh? I as I'm doing a kind of little theme with the person behind the scene, uh, Steve Stout came to mind. And Steve Stout comes to mind because this guy took marketing of hip hop to a different level. Joe, you remember that commercial with the HP uh, thing? with Jay-Z and he's kind of like moving his hands and everything like that and like making stuff appear out of nowhere and everything like that. I don't know if I do. No? no really cool so. commercial, right? Okay. Um, I remember seeing it and was like, what the hell is this? Like, this is dope, right? This was a this was a Steve Stout uh, like Oh, I commercial. do. I used. To, oh, okay. This? Yes, these commercials used to be cool, man. Because it was these more than just Jay Z. There was a bunch. It was. It was a bunch of people, yeah. right? Steve Stout gave them that direction behind that. Do you oh, remember? Man, I do remember? So, by the way, the, for those listening, it's basically all you. You don't see. You see the person's torso. You don't see like their head. Mm-hmm. And it might not even voice. be the person they're saying. Yeah, and they're just like put. They're moving their hands, and like things are happening, like as like magically, or like from what a laptop or whatever would be. Mm-hmm. Oh, I remember mm-hmm. these, these were good commercials. They were good commercials, right? Mm-hmm. Also, I don't know if you remember the Reebok commercial with Allen Iverson and uh, Jadakiss and 50 Cent when they dropped the Reebok shoes. You may not remember it, right? I remember I remember like Allen Iverson and Reebok and stuff. Here's the thing. This guy helped so many people in music because he he was uh, a executive producer and everything like that. But he helped so many people in music say. I need to figure out other ways to get revenue. I need to figure out other ways to make money. How can I put my face on this? How can I be partnered with this company? So Jay-Z's first deal with Reebok came from Steve Stout having a conversation with Reebok and saying, you're stupid if you don't have a Jay-Z sneaker. And Reebok did it, Hmm. right? There's things, there's things like that. Also, he plays a big role in 
helping um, upcoming artists find entrepreneurship and own independence. So he was kind of blacklisted from the record industry because he started outing them. He was the guy that basically said, hey, look, in your contract, you're owned by a record company. That's it. Like it literally has slave and masters written in the record contract and no one's paying attention to this. It literally says that? It literally says that. Like, I remember, like, it, there's a there's a video, like, I was watching uh, when they were interviewing him as well. Um, also, his book, The Tanning of America, which is a really good read. I recommend anyone to go and get that book as well. Just basically explains more behind the scenes of the things that were happening in the record industry and how this guy literally was, again, blacklisted for a long time because he started giving away the secrets. And not only that, he started helping the artists get their masters back. And masters, if, if uh, people are not um, kind of like into music like that, masters is your ownership of what you create. Think about this. You make something, but you own none of it. That's what a masters is. A masters is the ownership of the art you create. And yeah, it's hard depending regardless of what you're doing. Like generally, right. that's not how, like if you're a, if you're a screenwriter, for instance, and you write a movie in order to get it made. The studios say we are taking we are buying We're, this from mm -hmm, you. But we own this mm -hmm. and they can do whatever they want with it. You could they could about they could just they could take a base concept of your idea and have the whole thing rewritten for what mm -hmm. they want. They could shelve it. They could do whatever they want. Yeah, right. It's a so, lot of, lot of know, industries like that. Yeah. In the media industry, basically, you know, creators were yeah. losing, you know, and it's like, OK, well, I make this song, I put it out, it's doing crazy numbers, but I'm seeing like 2% from it. 98% goes to the freaking company. Right. That's insane, you know? Um, so shout out to Steve Stout for being able to come in, shake shit up, help people, and just kind of, you know, re redefine what how people should have their, their creations and and other things besides that you know like uh the guy's a smart guy you know yeah for sure guy. for sure all right steve you know. stout shout out to you man yeah um those commercials are super dope though they like, were you, those you, yeah the, this, the jay-z and 50 cent one was there was like a bunch of i remember seeing classic, those, like, these are cool I, I bet that's how it started and then they were like this is let's keep going with these uh do you remember the um a bunch of the 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 the, the basketball one they were dribbling. Remember the uh, what was the scary movie? Oh they yeah, were doing the whole basketball yeah. dribbling scene. That what was a weird a, thing for scary movie to make fun of. By the that way, that was a play off of the commercial, which again, uh, okay, oh, Steve Stout. okay, so this guy, yeah, this guy is definitely influential for sure. You know, yeah, right, Steve Stout, I like it. Behind the scenes person, I, I'm really liking this theme. I'm gonna see if I can pull up another person for sure. Because um, these these are it's, it's, it's these are the people behind the people, right? Behind yeah. all these great people, there's someone else behind them, like helping them, guiding them, coming up with these ideas. So, yeah. Yeah, I will try to keep it going for the, the next couple of episodes until I run out. Terrence, I have actually two. I don't want to say mini shout outs, but I have two things I do want to mention on, on our Black Excellence shout out of the week. Oh, let's go. So first, I think we'd be remiss to not mention the great Michael K. Uh, Williams. Absolutely. Who, unfortunately, at the very young age of only 54, passed away. Uh, about a week ago ish, somewhere in the last few days this week. What the, um, uh, yeah. Yeah. Past uh, honestly, man, really sad. I love this dude. I think he's just a, he's been a terrific actor for years. Um, he died in Brooklyn's own Michael K. Williams, by the yeah, way, from Brooklyn, from Brooklyn. We, they, they found Flatbush, him as home Flatbush in Brooklyn. Be specific. 
Yeah, from Born and Raised in Brooklyn. You guys have seen mm-hmm. him in Boardwalk Empire. He was Chalky White. He was on The Wire for the whole run of the season. Omar. Omar. Not on and, the he, wire. Mm-hmm. and Lovecraft Country just got canceled, but he was they were already pegging him that to win the dad. Emmy. Yeah, uh, yeah. They were right? his dad, yeah. I guess, to go rescue in the beginning. I didn't see the show. I just read the book. But really good. Um, yeah, he was already pegged to win the Emmy, uh, this whatever and it's coming out. So really, probably, yeah, he'll, I mean, supporting uh, actor. I think so. Yeah, he was he was nice. already going to win it. And I'm, I'm sure this isn't going to this is going to help him out. Not that it matters, really. But anyway, uh, hell man, of an actor. See, this goes to this goes to my um, I, and I know you're in the middle of your shout out, but this goes to my theory of we're not appreciating greatness when they're here, man. But like, like, like I said, he he was going to get it regardless. You know, like it's just. You know, I don't even know if those votes might already be in for all. I don't really know how it works, but yeah. he was already going to win it, you know, and and um, I'm I I do have a bit of a story about Michael K. Williams. Um, I've never told really anyone okay. about this kind of stuff. It's not it's not about him, I guess. I have an actor friend who lives here in New York City. I don't want to mention his name, um, but he's mm-hmm. a working actor. He's been in a couple bunch of movies, TV shows. He's been in he's not an episode of Boardwalk Empire, actually. Uh, nice. He's not like a huge name you would know necessarily, but he's a guy who's been you know, he's a working actor, right? Um, me and him got linked up through a, fr- a mutual friend who just thought we'd, be, you know, we kind of meet each other. And then he wanted to yeah. do some writing and, and, and she told him I was a writer. So we kind of started hanging out and really cool dude. We, we start, we get, we ended up becoming pretty good friends and we were talking, we were, he wanted me to help write this screenplay that he was, he wanted to get made, you know, and he knows people he could probably get like an actual budget. And the idea was gonna be set in Brooklyn. And the one we, we wanted Michael K. Williams to be like the lead. It was going to be like two leads. The guy, the writer, this guy, who's obviously an actor, was one of them. And then Michael K. Williams was the other one. Nice. OK. And I ended up writing a short for it because we were going to maybe maybe film a short and see if we can get like attention that way. It never ended yeah. up going through after I wrote it. You know, like it's kind of flamed out or whatever. But, you know, it was one of those things. We really loved him. I thought we were talking about him. We were like he's a great actor and, and he's kind of underrated. Yeah. Um. But yeah, really sad that he passed. It kind of reminded me of our talk about uh, Bernie Mac. If I would typecast, I'd be in jail or dead. But I'm here. I got out. Got myself out. You sure about that? Yeah. Uh, so we just watched a crazy video he just he Short. made where he's basically talking to him different versions of himself. Uh, mm-hmm. And he's just going, he's basically talking about like why is he always cast as like gangsters and all these people, you know, and he's like, you know, was I, you know, did I choose these roles or were they chosen for me? Basically, he's asking different versions of himself that mm-hmm. it's a first off, it's a brilliant piece. Like he, he legitimately feels like four different characters in this. Yeah. You know, like yeah, even though it's, mm-hmm. it's clear, it's obviously him, but it's also him clearly like he didn't shave or anything. He just dressed differently, but he mm-hmm. clearly plays these. Anyway, I don't know what that is, but it's so it's really good. And it is. That I mean, was really, really good. It's a commentary you know, on just Hollywood, really. I mean, this is what Hollywood does. Right? It, they, yeah, they it was, everybody. I mean, it's he, horrible. He what he did in this two minutes and 20 seconds was a real powerful statement, in my opinion. I've yeah. never seen this before. Was the first passed, time you watched unfortunately. it. Unfortunately. Yeah. So I started watching it. But I was like, save you know what? I'm going to save this for the yeah. show so I can like have this. So I watched like 20 seconds and I cut it off and I was like, you know what? I'm going to watch it yeah. with uh, Joe on the show. It's fantastic is what it is. This it, it, I'm not a big movie person or anything like that. But like watching this was literally him speaking into as far as, look, I'm black. I understand that I'm black. But it doesn't mean that I'm not capable of doing anything else. He, he says, you know, I could play a president. You know, 
And then he gives the example of a cat who says, you know what? I want to be a poodle and I'm going to try to tell everyone it. you're a poodle and you yeah, hang out you, with poodles. Could you be a poodle? And then you, could you be a poodle? You know, it's like, that's, that's, it's that's a, different. A, I think it's a, it's an, it's unfortunate that I, people don't realize how influential movies and TV are on society. Yeah. I think a lot of yeah. people think of it as like, Oh, it's, just, it's whatever. They're wildly influential to the way people perceive a lot of things. Cause it's like, okay, pirates. When I tell them pirate, Terrence, you know exactly what you're thinking of, right? You're thinking mm-hmm. of like peg leg, a fucking pair on the shoulder. Uh, uh, eye. Eye that all comes from Treasure Island. And then when they started, all those things come from the book Treasure Island. And then when they started making them in movies and stuff, people have always just gone back to that. But it's just because mm-hmm. of this one thing, you know? Mm-hmm. And same thing, like people, people like, like, why do you like, oh, mice like cheese? Like, mice don't even really like cheese that much. They like pretty much anything, but it, actually peanut butter. Is actually peanut like butter. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But because we've seen a million cartoons and all this stuff, it's just this thing that's in your head. And so a lot of people think mm-hmm. people don't realize how important that stuff really is. So what he's and saying again, is really with typecasting as far as like him. He's like, you know what? I played Omar. That was a gangster. I played Chalky White. That was gangster. a gangster. He's like, these are what people know me for. Right. Right. But I'm capable of doing something else. Right. And then he goes into it's like, well, are you? Could you? Yeah, and he's like, I chose these roles. Say anything happened. And they were like, did you? Mm-hmm. And it, it's 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 obviously a commentary on Hollywood. And, and, and we are definitely changing that slowly. It's just it's hard, man, to change yeah. a beast like Hollywood. You know, we're getting to that point and, and people are getting more and more roles. You know, like people of color well, are getting smart, better roles. What a smart and like That's brilliant. Creative I don't know that must be someone do, recently because like, it doesn't look. He looks pretty much the same. Yeah, he look. Yeah, that I don't. You know, maybe it's something his uh his team put out. You that know, might have been a COVID when he, when thing he where he was just at home or something. You know, like it, I don't yeah, know, it could have been a COVID shot. Um, and and you know, for those that obviously you can't see it, please I recommend you know going up on YouTube or I mean, whatever. Yeah, just like sure yeah, Michael Michael K Williams uh talking to himself or you know like whatever. You you should be able to find it for sure. We'll we'll try to figure out a way to uh like put it up and post it as well um with with respects to the family and everything as well um but yeah that was that was really good i'm sorry i I had to interrupt you know uh your shout out with that joke go ahead no 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 problem the the point of this was just to to shout out michael k williams you know unfortunately he passed obviously which is immensely sad but just to you know say you know that he's he's one of our he's an excellent black person i think and i i think yeah it's just sad man like it's sad when anyone passes young like when chadwick boseman or heath ledger anyone who's young and it's just like damn man you know like it's just you have these really talented individuals who are just really you know generally nice people and they're coming up to understanding that guys like michael k did not just walk into like who he who we remember him for this this took a long time you know like i remember watching him as omar on the wire that that's how i got introduced to him there's people that probably got introduced to him from bulwark empire I'm looking at his IMDb. I didn't even know he was in Assassin's Creed or 12 yeah, years. Well, slave. I didn't. I mean, I didn't see Assassin's Creed. I didn't know he was in it, I guess. I mean, that movie wasn't supposed to be good, I guess. But, you know, but it's but again, like you, you pay attention to the work that people put in. And, you know, I'm you know how I feel about giving people awards when they pass. Like, I just. Uh, but again, like know, I said, but the again, Emmys are like soon. I, I think they're I yeah. know when they're, they're very soon. I mean, it, like I said, he's. He's gonna, he was going to win it anyway. Like if you looked at if you go back to like before he died and looked up like people's predictions, like everyone was saying he was going to win it. So this isn't and Chadwick Boseman didn't win it. You know, like he were worried about that and he didn't. So, 
Mm-hmm. There yeah. you go. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I had two shout outs. My other one, Terrence, we briefly talked about, I don't know if you remember this. Her name is Nia DaCosta. Now she directed. Was uh, that? Uh, she directed Candyman, right? She directed Candyman, yeah. And so I remember saying, I was like, it's, it's dumb that we're calling. People are saying oh, it's, it, that Candyman is a, um, a what's it called? It's a, it's a Jordan Peele film. Oh, and right. I was like, it's not. He was a producer on it. Right? He, he wrote the it, but it's like the whoever directs it is it's their film. If you're gonna call like one, I mean, obviously many people work on it, but if you go, mm. oh, this film, um, you know, like oh, it, like um, a Christopher Nolan film. Well, if he directed it, then it's his film. If he just wrote it, then it's not his film. So this anyway, Terrence, the reason I the reason I brought her up is for two big reasons. One is because she is with Candyman. She's the first black woman to ever have a movie number one at the, at the box office. Was a fucking huge deal. It's also, I would say, immensely sad that in 2021, that's the first time that happened. Yeah. Um, I don't. I do wonder why there's so few female directors. I don't know if it is a boys' club thing or if they're just less interested. I couldn't tell you. Um, uh, it's probably more of a boys' club thing. Yeah, it is both. Maybe it's just that I really don't yeah. know. But there's definitely less women I've seen in, in directing, especially like feature yeah. films. So number one, huge shout out there. Number two, Terrence, I think her next film is going to be number one in the box office because her next oh, film man. is Marvel's The Marvels, which yeah, is the sequel like that's, to... That's a which big is, deal. Which is a sequel to Captain Marvel, which me and you said we weren't really huge into, but at the same time, th- that's, a hu- for, that's huge for her career. You know, like, Getting a Marvel movie It's, is it's a always huge. huge. She's yeah, in the process huge, of filming this right yeah, now. Yeah. Um, like I said, me and you weren't super big fans of it. Maybe this one would be better, but the fact of the matter is, like, again, she's the first black woman to be a like handling type of role. So just, yeah. she's young too. Like, so it's a big deal, man. I'm, I'm, I just want to give her a shout out to you. Cause I, we, I didn't even realize that's who she was. Uh, you know, I, I wasn't paying attention but when that's we, dope. when we brought her up, I was like, it's not, I said, it's not fair that we're calling Candyman Jordan Peele. It's not, it's her film. Yeah. And yeah, she deserves Gotta to give attention. respect. what respect is due. Yeah. You know, like and, and Jordan Peele wrote deserve, it. That's cool, man. But you yeah. know, it's her film. People deserve to have their name, you know, like if, if, if I'm Nia DaCosta and I directed this movie, I deserve to have my name associated with it, you know, taking me out of it and kind of putting me in a background just because Jordan Peele is the quote unquote bigger name, you know, yeah, and fair that, to the work that she put in. I, I've always had a problem. Movie. I've always had a problem with stuff like that. Like I understand names. There's names that can help sell things. And, and yeah, Jordan Peele's yeah. had good luck at the box offices and whatnot, but not you know, like his second role though, his second, um, movie oh, that he did yeah we talked about that uh, was that us right yeah. yeah we talked about that um Not a fan yeah of it. i just think at the end of the day like it, it, it films you know thousands of people usually work on films depending on size of the film so it's mm. obviously not one person's but the director is person in charge of it all and so if you really want to put someone's name if you want to say from writer jordan peele but it's not don't credit a movie with someone who didn't direct it like it's not jordan peele's candy man it's nita yeah. costa's candy man or it's nita costa and whoever else wrote it. i think I think it was more than just Jordan Peele. You could throw their names in there as well, but it's just, yeah. Like, Cause that's the thing like right now, this woman, I mean, she made box office history with Candyman, and she's going to be directing the next uh, Marvel a film. Yeah. And, she's a Mar- and, and we're going to not mention her name. Like, how's that fair? I, so that, that's, I just don't think it's fair. Um, yeah. So, so that's our shout outs to, to all three of those individuals, Steve Stouts, Mike K. Williams and Nita Costa. Big one. this week. Absolutely. Big, big, big deal. Big um, 
And before we get off of movies, and I don't know how we just started doing this for the past couple of episodes. Yeah, we're, 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 we're not. We've we're been heavy have... into movies for the past couple of episodes. Because so. box office is back, man. Things were in theaters. Yeah, yeah. Mo- movies are back. You know, we're summer, summer is a lot of movies. Enjoying it. Um, something that I'm extremely excited about: The Matrix is coming back. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't actually see the trailer, but the we'll Matrix, see. I don't know. Resurrections is. I don't know uh, how I feel about it. I mean, I, I think man, it's a. What, Terrence, what they should have not the Matrix Terrence. is like one of my top five favorite movies ever. But they should have made a, a speed sequel over Matrix. The Matrix was like to me was, was completed. Out of here. Nobody's watching a goddamn bomb on a bus. Bro, speed was what? great. What are you talking? You didn't like speed? Joe, I like speed, but we're not how do you what are you doing with part two? Oh my well, god, we're well, back on a bus. Listen, they already made a part <laughs> what two. Are we doing? They already made a part two without Keanu, and it was terrible. yeah, exactly. It was, like, it was, it was on a boat. You can't now, do it. But it's it's just like anything. Like, but the Matrix, like spoiler alert, Neo fucking died in Matrix Revolution. No, 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 as no, no, did no, 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 no. as did fucking. He, did, he can't die. He's the one, Joe. That's see, that's where you go wrong. Because did he die? Trinity or died. Did he just or or did he just go into the he, the fake world here's the thing not the actual reality the matrix is what it's called terrence here's the problem yeah that he goes to the matrix the matrix was a great film reloaded was like eh, it's all right it was it was cool action it wasn't yeah, a great it film was, yeah, yeah, yeah. revolutions was in my most people's opinion my i agree pretty weak film like i didn't like the revolution i don't even remember much of it but i remember just not liking it it was just not great so Again. like when people I understand bring it up, they, can, they talk about the first one, yeah, maybe two. I understand that, but this is a this is the fourth Matrix, right? This is not like them yeah. just rebooting it. So, like, I'm I'm cautiously optimistic about it, but I'm we'll see when it comes out. You know, we'll I'm see when excited. Get I'm excited. I think Can't Speed should have come back this. instead. I would love to see fucking Dennis Hopkins, you know, son first tries of all, to get revenge on. I know, on, and we just did a lot of black excellence, and black excellence never stops. But shout out to Keanu Reeves too. He's the man, Keanu. With John Wick, has John Wick re- so had whoa, 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 whoa. we're not about to do that. What we not a, John Wick suck? I said it's so good. Oh, I thought you Love said the John Wick suck. I actually oh, really want to say I really want to rewatch them. Like they're not on any. I would, yeah, I, 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 I would like, watch. I would watch every last one of them. So they the too. original plan before COVID was to have a Keanu Day. This was in a. <laughs> this was in a newspaper. Keanu Day was supposed to be the release of the Matrix Re- uh, Revolutions and the next John Wick film literally drop on the same. They're not day. they're not going to do that. They're going to. They, I, I will. They tear can't you. do it. They, they will. They can't do Trust it. Me, they won't do it. it. <laughs> it's my idea. What, you don't, you don't put. But that's you don't put, what they were planning on doing. I don't think it was. a. I think it was just two movie studios who were being stubborn. Like someone picked that date and yeah, then someone yeah, else. They and they yeah, were they like, well, we're not yeah, backing down. It's like. Just what are you doing? Like mm-hmm. Keanu's not gonna have two like number one hits like that. Like not that, not for, but but it would have been fire to see though. Cause I I would have been one of those people to literally go watch one and then go watch the other. The problem right is after. like the problem is they if they were two different films, but they're both like Keanu Reeves action movies, like and it, people they would, love it. But what I'm saying is Keanu is becoming what Steve Steven Seagal wanted to be as he ages. But the thing okay, two things. One, the problem with that is that you 
if you're like the reason when Marvel films come out, no other action films comes out because you're not going to compete. And I thought those you can't compete with Marvel. And 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 The Matrix and uh, John Wick would be interesting competition, but like they're too similar. You don't want if you're one studio, you don't want the other film coming out because it, it's two different worlds. It's it's but it's your direct competition. The same people who are going to see one are going to want to see the other. So you don't you have less people are likely to see it. Like not everyone's going to do what you do, which are going to fucking see two movies in a day. Like most people would not do that. So shout out to Keanu who's killing it. Here's with, the thing about Keanu Reeves. Neo here's the thing. John about Wick here's the thing about Keanu Reeves. He is not a very good actor. Like, and he's gotten better, but he's, he, yo, he's not though. <laughs> God, God bless Keanu Reeves for some. Why do we keep? Why do we listen, like this guy? He, he doesn't he's really been, talk. He's been making movies, movies for almost forty years. God bless the kid. He's not a good actor, but he had. <laughs> he, this is the John Wick is his third. Like, he started off like in the eighties, making like mm-hmm. Bill and Ted, and it bled into the nineties, like Speed and uh, Point Break. And then he kind of started to fade, and then he re- revitalized his career with the Matrix. He did that for a couple of years, and then he went down again, and he revitalized his career again with John, with John Wick. Wick. Like God yeah. bless him, man. He just doesn't give up. And now guy he's in like good, cyberpunk man. and shit. Like he's just back on top. Yeah, this yeah. Guy he's is just good. he's just like he's gotten to the point where he's he's solid enough, you know, as an actor. Like you can yeah. get it, but like yeah, he's just such a weird actor to be such a big star. You know? Like, <laughs> um, that's crazy. All right, Terrence. Um, you know what I want? I've wondered for a while. I meant to ask you this. You, of course, know like Reese's peanut butter cups, obviously. Why do yeah, they yeah. call them cups? Like they're uh, like they're in these little like tissue, like paper type things. Yeah, it's but kind of a cup. Is it though? It's it's like yeah. a wrapper. Like I don't know. Like you don't. If I said get a cup and no, you gave me the cup is not no the cup is not the wrapper. The cup is the chocolate. But That's what? the cup. It's not really a it's cup. holding the peanut butter. But that the Snickers is a cup by that logic then too. So is Twix. No, the it's candy not bar. shaped that way. It's not shaped that way. That's not shaped. M and M's are are cups. Nope, it's not shaped again. Not shaped that way. It's not you. The but what way I'm saying is it doesn't shape. But why? I don't understand. Like a, a regular Reese's is very thin. You know, you're talking about like the ones you get like in the like not like the the mini ones, but the regular Reese's that started are like thin. It's not like yeah. holding anything. Like yeah. why is that holding something more than any other candy bars? It's just, holding the peanut butter, Joe. It's a it's, peanut butter cup. Stop. It's not, it's it's not a cup. It's not a you cup. You have to leave alone, man. Hey, you got to ask these questions. Question everything, Terry. That's the motto of the I show. agree, but leave not Reese's, Reese's alone. Leave, I, yeah, leave, leave Terrence, Reese's alone. I am a massive fan of Reese's. At least I was when I wasn't vegan. Maybe they'll make some vegan stuff, but I love Reese's, chocolate and peanut butter in general. Yeah. I love it. I've just always wondered why we're calling them cups. Like, I don't, those old paper doesn't make it a cup. Wait, explain to me why peanut butter and chocolate isn't vegan. Uh, well, milk chocolate isn't vegan, you know. Oh, okay, milk chocolate. Okay. I mean, like, and a lot of time, dark chocolate, dark chocolate is technically vegan, but a lot of times in big companies, like you know, whoever makes Reese's, I don't know, Hershey's or whatever, like when they do dark chocolate, it's still like a ton of milk in it because it's only like lightly dark, you know. Like, gotcha, 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 gotcha. Yeah, but there's like um, Justin's makes peanut butter cups and uh, a few other Unreal, and those are those are great. Um, yeah. Yeah. And every company we mentioned on the show, please sponsor us because we're not doing. Dude, if Reese's free. sponsored us, oh my! I mean, they would just send you a big bag of Reese's because I couldn't yeah. eat them, so that'd be cool. We're not doing this shit for free. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, Terrence, we gotta talk about this Blue's Clues video. Oh man, shout gotta, out to uh, Steve. Steve, gotta talk about this video. So, for those of you who don't know by now, I don't know how. It's only like oh, a few days ago. Viral. There's a show back that started in 1996 called Blues Clues. It was a show made for kids on Nick Jr. And it's completely CG. You know, on the blue screen where this guy started off with Steve. 
And you do these fun things with kids where they would like, you know, they find clues because Blue was a dog and, you know, it was a fun kid show. Um, now, I watched it a little bit growing up. I was like a little too old for it, but I kind of watched it. Yeah, yeah. By the time um, I, I was really watching it, my little sister that, that's also, heavy into it. That's the thing. I, I started watching when I was like eight or nine. I'm like, I'm kind of too old for this, but I kind of just left it on. And then my sister, as she became like two, three, four years old, she mm-hmm. started watching it. So, mm-hmm. you know, no, it was it was Steve was great. And then so then as a cousin. So what happened was they they actually fired him after six years because he was losing his hair. Oh, he got fired. Yeah. Oh, it's because that's what happened. Yeah. I remember hearing about this years ago. Like he he admitted that he was like, yeah, I was losing my hair and they just weren't into that, which I find kind of weird. But that's why he 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 would look too old. That's why. I guess. I mean, he was only like 29 when the show ended, like or when when he got when he got fired. So anyway, he left the show and was placed with Joe, which, by the way, my brother's name is Steven. So that was always kind of a weird thing for me and him. Um. Which was like, you know, written as his cousin. He went to college, what they said. Yeah. Showing on for like, I think, five more years and it ended. Um, at this point, in real life, his name is Steve. Um, he is damn near 50 at this point. You're fucking lying. No. Um, because he only Steve is up. almost 50. God damn. So Steve Burns, his name. We have to understand when he the start, show started in 96. He's only 23. You know, but that was 25 years ago, Terrence. You know, people get older. His name is Steve Burns. Um, so what happened was uh, he released this video. Now, when I first I stumbled on this video, like right when it happened, I just I wasn't even sure what was happening. This video, I thought it started off with him. Um, I thought it was like a like he I don't I didn't think it was an it official like, thing. At first, it looked like a joke. I almost didn't click it. Me too. And I thought, I was yeah, like, yeah, is, that, yeah. is that really him? I thought when I started watching, I was like, is this? I thought maybe he was going to lead for a joke. I didn't know it was official. I thought like he because the, the shirt he's wearing, he's wearing a hat. Don't look official. And I was like, I, maybe he's just like yeah. playing off it, like how uh, Macaulay Culkin is played off of like uh, Home Alone and stuff. Mm-hmm. But it's not. And it, it's an official thing that they did for the 25th anniversary. And it's which is him. Dope. Yeah, which is really cool. Like the show is over. I mean, I guess they have like a new somewhat show. But anyway, basically what happened in this video is he just he's doing, doing what he did back in the day where he's talking to the camera and he's just like, makes this really sweet emotional message where he's like hey guys like i i'm really I'm sorry happy i left you like that yeah he's like i'm sorry it was a little abrupt and, and i just wanted you to know like thank you guys for being as amazing as you were and and you know everything yeah. and it was just really like a very sweet it, and you know what it is i don't know if he's a brilliant actor if it was from the heart or both but it seems so authentic no it was it was it felt genuine right when i watched it it was like oh damn like yeah, that was it, really dope. As like it that, progressed, it, it I was like, was, it was like, oh man, that's really dope. Yeah, like, I was like, watching. Look, I'm like, this is really sweet. It was like, it, you know what it is? It was like having that breakup with a person, and then still thinking about what, a, like, what happened? What went wrong? Right. What I have went, that with like, the, I, yes, yes, we, we broke up. Terrence, but we talk, what went wrong? We kind of talked about this like a long time ago on the show. I have a friend who I was really close with who just stopped talking to me. And, you know, it wasn't like a breakup, but I was like, we were good friends for years. And he like just we were going to hang out. Did he just ghosted me? And then when I try to like text him, he never reached back out. And I was like, really what the don't. fuck just happened? It's just like really that. Don't. I'm like, I don't know what happened. And with him, it was like it's a really sweet message so, of like, hey, like so you, Steve, listen, you've done well. And I'm, yes, I, I've been Steve, able to do a bunch. Steve gave us the pat on the back, man. He's like, look, you got to think about this. Twenty five years ago. Right. He came into our lives, showed us how to just put pieces to puzzles together right yeah that was that was the thought process of the show hey we're gonna teach kids 
how to figure out situations. You know, you have this here. And if you get another piece and then you get another piece, now you have the whole thing. Right. So Steve allowed Steve basically told us how to put shit together. Right. Then the guy just disappears. And now we got to count on Joe. We don't fucking trust Joe. I don't know what Joe came <laughs> you from. Joe, nothing. Right. Um, no, but, you know, yeah, like, it, it was Steve weird. Went like, to college. They shouldn't have like I guarantee the reason he's wearing a hat right there is the same reason. It's they fired he's, him. Right. And it's Which like, is why do that? Like, I don't yeah, I don't I don't know. You should just allow him to like be it's, bald it, like it's one of those things where it's like know. yeah it's like <laughs> kids know people are bald if they don't see people even they don't have eyes like what do you you know especially now it's like i mean maybe that's not why he has the hat but i could I only assume back that's why. then i understand why they did it because it might have been like weird. a little it might have been like a who little cares? why we got a bald guy you know who cares dude well, like, like bill like, cosby was it. losing his hair when he was on like that show it. and like a lot of you know like family matters like i don't Winslow agree but i get it freaking uncle phil uncle phil's bald Again, but they still weren't interacting with a cartoon dog. I don't I I I I I I don't agree because it doesn't really make like I said I don't that, agree. That's like making well. it seem like you shouldn't trust bald people. They're horrible. As if like something's wrong with someone who's interacting like, you're, with you're, a cartoon dog. You're bald. I mean you shave your <laughs> I head, am, you're and bald. You, you'd never see me interact with a car if you I have a child with a cartoon dog, don't trust right, me. But but that's like but that, <laughs> like, I don't know. I think if I think if don't you trust I think, if I start as a bald black man, if I start talking to a fucking cartoon shit, don't trust me. I give anyway. you all right not to trust me this goes back to our lola money conversation it makes it gives people weird ideas about yeah, other yeah, yeah. types of people yeah. like everyone needs to be like a full head of hair and flat and all these like, yeah, weird yeah, yeah. standards we do anyway typecasting but anyway thanks i just want to talk about like i don't know what like when you watched it you basically said like i guess just now already like it felt like almost closure and i guess that's how a lot of people felt a lot of people it was it was trending for like three days yeah uh, everyone like three, was four. talking about it. i had everyone people texting me about this. it it was it was a big thing it's so here's the thing like it's not easy to put something out and know like if it's going to trend or not but when you get a hit you got a hit right the thing is this we're all in our 30s you know the, as far as like us that remember steve and know like oh yeah because even if like, you were if you were a kid you know even if you were born in like 97 and you were watching it as he was leaving like you'd still be yeah like yeah yeah four right now yeah so when you see it and you come across it and then you're like oh shit like steve like what the oh steve is back and that's the and thing then he starts to talk to we've, you you know what it is about know, him throughout though? Like, it We've never like he 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 did some acting afterwards, but he kind of phased out and has done music and stuff. But like you can just he's one of those guys like he, you don't really ever I never heard about much of him. Like unless you look him up, like mm -hmm. he's not. I don't know if he's on Twitter. I don't know if he like. It's just oh, one he, of those. He's, he he's, probably he's, is now. Well, maybe now, but he's one of those actors like people are like, oh yeah, that was that dude from that one show. Like some people like you you, you yeah. know about that like some some someone from a TV show or whatever. Like oh yeah, they have on. He he like you just never heard about, and so. It, it really felt like we hadn't seen him since he left and he just pops back in like hey everybody like the but I it, think it, one of the proudest moments is when he goes like hey like i'm sorry <laughs> you know yeah like, i'm sorry you know but i'm proud of you like because yeah. remember as a as kids we're watching this and this guy is like our instructor he's like he's yeah, giving exactly us life was. lessons and and things like that so when you get that that kind of like moment and, you know, that nostalgia feeling of being a kid again. And he goes, hey, good job. Yeah. No matter how your life is, like, you know, it's like, hey, good job. Like, it, you, made you it know what, far. man? 
you know what, man? It's one of those things where there's so much negativity these days that this is the, these are the kind of things I wish were more of. Like we need some positivity. I feel like there's so like there's, there's bad things happening that are just happening, right? Like you can't All like over. an earthquake happens or hurricane. Yeah. Like these are just life events. You know, what yeah, are you yeah. going to do? But there's also just so much negativity with people just complaining about stuff and this and that and, and all this anger and vitriol. I wish there were more things like this, people just being positive. You know, I know I'm sure if I really looked, it'd be out there, but it was good that like for a few days, the most trending thing in the world seemed like it was What's this really positive blues, blues. thing. Yes, it was a nice, it felt good. I was like, this yeah. is a good thing. Like, you know, usually nah, the trend is terrible. You know, good job on Nickelodeon with that though. i'm telling like, you that man was, I, that was whoever idea that was <laughs> oh man a plus they're yeah, probably in a promotion that's the thing I, I look at that and it's like it is weird they put that out like it's really him like apologizing but it's it's so from the heart it it's weird that they decided to do this yeah. like it, it seems so like i don't know what much about nickelodeon but i'm i am surprised like yeah like it's someone Viacom. had the idea it's Viacom, right? But like, I don't yeah. know like if what they're like in terms of like they're behind the scenes. It's just weird. Like there's a studio to go. We want to bring Joe back. And whether I don't know if he said it or they said it, but like what we wanted to happen is we want him to somewhat say, hey, he's like, sorry for how things was a little abrupt and just be polite you know, to the people. He want, we want you know him to talk happening? to the kids who are now adults. Like that's a you know weird idea. And no, no, no. Here's the thing, because what's happening is the kids that are adults have kids now. So what you did was just literally tap into that adult kid, you know, uh, spirit and now said, oh, I'm going to sit down and watch this with my kid. It's the same thing they did with, you know, kind of think- bring back the Lion King. Well, they well, no, it no, 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 like no, 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 no. Bring back the you Lion King. Bring back the Lion King was, hey, we want to make money. Just like Toy Story 4 and all these movies. They don't give a fuck about no, that. I, I think they, when they, they tried don't to give a shit, Terrence. It. It's about money. The movie made $1.6 billion. Are you kidding me? They want money. They don't care about anything else. Um, That's number one. Number two, the new, I think. The new Lion King was trash, though. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. They don't give a it fuck if it's good or not. They just want the money, and they got the money, so they won. But my point is, like, that's not. If you show that to your to your son, he'd be like, I don't even know what the hell I'm watching. Because it's not even talking. It's talking to us. You know? So like, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if it's a way to, like, get parents maybe. Maybe there's, I think there's like a new Blues Clues show in some capacity. Maybe that's like part of the, the marketing. I like to get it, the parents. It's a great marketing idea. Yeah, because everyone does. No, I just think it was sweet regardless. Like even if it was marketing at the end of the day, I think it was a very sweet message that I think helped a lot of people. And it. Oh, no, for sure. I, it made me feel good. I know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was really good. Yeah, Nick Jr., man. I don't. Uh, <laughs> it's like you said, who even knows? About, who even knows about Nick Jr. anymore? Like someone must have got a promotion for that move. We're going we're gonna to find out. We're going to find out in five years. This guy is like, you want to be one of our shout outs where he's like some brilliant guy. I hope so. Scenes. I hope so. I, um, I don't know about you, but uh, I used to think that Nick Cannon was like the heir to the throne of Nickelodeon. Did you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I wish. I was, Nick, it was Nick like, was so cool he had then. his own show. Like he came out of nowhere with his own goddamn show. He did, he was yeah. Like, wasn't it? It was like, did, um, was it like pranking people in some capacity? Yeah, it was like, like the I Nick Cannon show or something yeah, like that. Yeah, it was like, why did he just out of nowhere come up with his own show and his name is Nick? Like, that's not a coincidence to no one else. The heir to the Nickelodeon fortune. Yeah, like this is a guy, like he fucking runs Nick. You know what it is, man? I, I used to love Nick Cannon. I mean, like we all did, but man, he got a, became a fucking loser, huh? No, man. What the? What are you talk? You have you clearly don't know what Nick. Oh, you were to. you were big into that Eminem diss track, huh? Yeah, that was so cool, man. I thought I, it was I, I so never, good. Never cared about his music. Oh, so good, man. Never you should listen. Put it music. on now. We'll we'll, we'll we'll jam to that really cool. Never diss track cared about his music. 
dude, that's I, the, I that was the lamest thing. But that's the lamest thing anyone's ever done. He made, made him, him lose all street cred. Like, like I don't care that he does wilding out. Like, he's a loser after that. That you should have you listened to that and seen that music video. It's one of the saddest never. things I've ever seen. Never seen it. Never well, you, heard, I've never heard it. I've, you, honestly, listen, I've do you, never heard it. Do you, do you do me a favor after the show ends, watch the music video, and you'll understand why I think he's a complete loser. Because that's the one of the yeah. saddest things I've ever seen. That is that music video. Uh, Eminem not. didn't even respond. He didn't even. You're Eminem. You're not supposed to. Bro, bro. Uh, what was that kid's name? The white kid, uh, Machine Gun Kelly. Machine Gun Kelly was a nobody, and he responded to him with an amazing track. Nick Cannon's a bigger name, but it was so well, bad. Machine he Gun was Kelly's like an actual rapper. Nick Cannon's not a rapper. But what I'm saying is like no one knew who Machine Gun Kelly was before that song. That actually helped him. Eminem helped his career with that. But what I'm saying is Nick Cannon's a bigger name, but it was so bad. He was like, I'm not even going to. I think he tweeted at him. He was like, you mad? And I was like, it because he was like, I don't have time to deal with here. I'm pretty sure that's literally what he did. He was like, you mad, bro? Probably. Um, um, but Terrence, I believe you have a story to tell. So, Joe, I know, like, we were supposed to record, like, uh, like Friday or whatever, whatever, maybe, right? Um, you know, for the for the folks out there, you know, we're recording on a day that we don't normally record, but whatever, right? And I had a, <laughs> I had a weird Friday. <laughs> um, so, on Fridays, you know, um, I try to get up in the morning, go to the gym, you know, get myself, you know, in a, in a good space or whatever. So this Friday I got up, you know, I asked Corey, I was like, hey, babe, you want to go to the gym? She's like, yeah, I'll join you or whatever. Great. You know, get something in our system really quick. Um, going downstairs uh, to go to the gym. Now, there's a package from Amazon that I've been trying to return. I have put this package there maybe about a week ago. Right. You put it there for like the mail in the, in the, in the, yeah for the ups to come pick up you know and and when i say there i put it like in the lobby right? right um because this is what you're instructed to do from amazon or whatever right that the person is going to come pick it up and take it to the return area whatever the case may be ups so for a couple of days this box has been there i know because i put it there myself right <laughs> friday i get to the lobby as we're going out uh to go to the gym and I see the box still. Okay. They still didn't pick it up. No problem. All right. I'm assuming like they're coming to pick it up. I already spoke to Amazon. I confirmed that they're coming to pick it up and everything. So they're probably coming to pick it up today. We go to the gym, have a great workout. Right. Uh, Corey's like, hey, I'm leaving. I'll meet you. I'm like, cool. I'm right behind you. I got a lot. Last set, whatever the case may be. Right. She walks back to me and she has an empty box in her hand. Mm. and i'm like uh, what the, what is what, what's going on i'm confused uh, she's like babe the return we were the thing we were supposed to return is not here in the box it's it's gone i'm like what do you mean like at this point i'm like what the i'm like the ups take it and then she's like no and they were like they wouldn't take it out of the box to put it right. in another box to take it like it just doesn't make sense that you know Someone what UPS drivers don't all that extra shit. shit. So I'm like, oh shit! Somebody stole the Damn. fucking return item. I'm gonna be charged for the return item. Like that's mm-hmm. the first thing that came to my mind. Like I'm gonna return. I'm gonna be charged for the return item, right? Right. So now I have to call 
the uh, uh, non-emergency police to come file a report so cameras can be looked at and all of this shit and everything like that. Are there blah, cameras blah, blah. in that room? There, there are cameras in a lobby and everything like that, right? Huh. So I have to file a non-emergency report and everything like that. Cop come, talking to the cop, really cool guy, whatever, where, <laughs> where I'm explaining it to him. He's like, that's fucking crazy. And I'm like, yeah. Now, on top I of hate that we live in a world where so many people are trying to like steal packages on, on top thing. of on top of this. Right. I noticed there's another box in the area that's not mine that is open as well. And I'm like, what the. F-? So the cop says, is that yours? I'm like, no, that's not. It looks like somebody else shit that you yeah, might get a call do. for them later. Yeah. <laughs> like it, it look like you're about to be here for a while. Right. So then at this point, the cop goes, OK, we need to go look at footage or whatever. So. He gets access to the footage. So I said, you know, hey, like, I am I allowed to join you or whatever, you know, just in case I need proof that this was stolen or whatever. Right. So now he's he's upset because, again, I left this here for days. So the gap is way too big. So, you know, as we start narrowing shit down, I'm like, hey, look, I came home from work on Thursday. I saw it there. I got home probably like six o'clock on that day. I saw it there. He's like, okay, cool. So we got a smaller gap window to look at, right? Right, smart, smart. We start going through the shit, and we find out what happened. Now, Joe, I just text you surveillance footage, right? Okay, so I just watched the video. You saw the video, right? Basically, some kid, I don't know who he is. He's wearing a hoodie. You don't know if he's a kid. Yeah, I don't. He probably is, but who knows? Some dude, it looks like, wearing a hoodie, and he has, of course, uh, you know, face mask on. Can't see. There's not Can't a whole lot to really shit. go on. Um, Can't see shit. And he just goes in and cuts them open and bails. All right. Cuts open a box, takes the item out and dips out. Right now, here's the thing. What you don't see, what I wasn't able to record is the fact that he came twice. He came the first time he came, Joe, there's a shoe box on the floor. I don't know if you, you can see it in the video. There's a pink shoe box on the floor. He yeah. left that shoe box there as a decoy. He had other boxes. The guy is going around the neighborhood stealing packages. He's a professional package thief. Yeah, man. That's what I'm saying. Like, bro, a few months ago, back in May. I've never so- interact. I've never had this encounter before, Joe. Bro, this is my first time. Bro, a few months ago, I ordered some new pillows. Okay. And I and, and my package came in. I, I think I, told, I don't know if I told you on the show. I went downstairs because they say they delivered it. And I, I they did like a couple hours before. I wasn't paying attention. I got downstairs and the box just opened just in the trash. You know, someone came over, just ripped it open and bailed. Like this is, it's sad, man. This is a common thing these days is because we have so many packages going all over the Bro, place. People I just go around and steal shit. For years, and I've never had this issue. I like I get out the hood and all of a sudden it's like, what? Yeah, this is what y'all doing? Like, this is this is crazy. Like, I don't understand why, like, for what? Right? And it's like, um, from what I was hearing was the guy goes around the area. Obviously, he's covered up, mask, hoodie, and everything like that. This happened at, like, 2.30 in the morning. This happened at, like, 2.30 in the morning. We got the surveillance uh, footage and everything like that. We're looking at it. And we're just like, okay, he has boxes. So he's literally just racking up throughout the neighborhood. That's insane to me. And, and so much is being lost in this because people are probably saying, oh, I didn't get my package. And Amazon's like, well, we shipped your package, but you didn't get it. Amazon's really good with this, by the way. If the, if you say you didn't get it, Amazon's damn near great with 
we'll resend it. Yeah, they are, it, but it, it's you know, but but it's shit like that that happens, and it's like that that's a loss for like the company because you you know we have to remember that Amazon it's not just Amazon selling items on Amazon. Sometimes it's third party sellers, you know, and this is a business that they're running. So sometimes they could be taking a loss for this as well. Like, and I, I say that because I remember I had a friend who was like, oh, like, I'm just going to take advantage of it, you know, like, say I didn't get it just so I can get another one or whatever. I'm like, nah, I don't do that. Like, that's somebody's business. Like, this is, you know, somebody's trying to make money selling these items or whatever. When you do that, you kind of taking, you know, like, is you stealing, basically. Like, why would you do that? Like, it's not even worth it. Like people don't, dude. Terrence, something I've realized about the world is there is a, I don't know how I, what percentage it is necessarily, but a lot of people in the world who they don't care about anything in any capacity at all. They're just trying to figure out the easiest possible way they can live their lives. And if that means stealing a bunch of shit, they'll do it. They don't care. People who take people's credit card information, bank cards, people who wait outside and try to take some off a truck. Like it's just, I don't know if they grew up like in the terrible part of the world or just wherever they had bad parents or what the hell it is. This Don't get me wrong. Do, I man. bought stuff from somebody that said that they got it off a truck before. Yeah, but I, you, did you take something off a truck? Oh, no, I ain't taking nothing off a truck. Yeah. I, well, I listen, man, honestly, I, I, I don't understand it. I, you know, I, I'm not saying working like a job, you know, like a store is like riveting stuff, but like it's an honest living, you know, and I, I for whatever reason, I actually had a topic I want to talk about with you, but I don't know if we have time to necessarily do it right now. Yeah, Um. We'll probably save it to the next show. You know what? No, we. Well, let me. It, it works out perfectly, actually. You guys, a couple we, we should have enough time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me uh, ask you a question, Terrence. You, you said you grew up in the hood, right? You grew up. I don't know if you care about me saying the neighborhood you grew up in. I think we said it before. You grew up in Brooklyn. Yeah, Brooklyn. Uh, part of Brooklyn. You grew up in in, in a bad part, Canarsie. Not a great part. You've always said you grew up in a pretty bad place and everything. Terrence, my question is, why is it you turned out the way you did? Right? You've as long as I've known you since you've been 18, 19, You've had jobs, legal jobs, you know, you don't do anything illegal. You're not like running around with a gun in your fucking glove department or your waistband. You know, you're not selling. Not to drugs. say that you're... everyone is, but, you know, no, some no, no. People but, are... but what I'm what I'm saying is you've always been an honest person, like in terms of that, you, you've worked at jobs where you have paychecks and, and nothing is shady. You know, you, you work a normal thing. You've always done this. Right. But a lot of people don't do that, and especially obviously from, you know, this goes for every city on in America and in every country. The bad parts of the city, obviously, people are less likely to do that. So my question is, why, why didn't you become that? You know, or why do so many people become that as opposed to just getting a job? Like again, uh, I know jobs aren't like exciting, but like it's not. So I'll, I, I can, I can explain this to you really quick, right? Some people become a product of the environment, and right, what that, what that is, is like my path. And the other person's path, right? Like, I got a couple dudes I grew up with or whatever, went to the same high school, went to the same junior high school, lived in the same hood, everything, right? Some of them still in the hood, you know, doing whatever they doing. I decided that wasn't the way I wanted to go. I was going to go. But I just, now, the, my, the my question is, is just that you're just different. The reason is, is my upbringing was different as well. Would you say parents, parents right. yeah, my parents who didn't allow for me to do certain things at a young age. The thing is, when when you're in the hood, you you kind of either have a rebellious moment in your life or you kind of have that like, all right, like I'm going to just, you know, be low key about it as far as like sneaky or, you know, um, you go a different way. But right. the core of it is your household. 
how is your household ran? Even though we in the hood, we're not going to act like we in the hood. We're going to we're going to present ourselves a certain way. My mother and father mm. always stood by that. You regardless, are speaking gospel right now. Too. Regardless of what it is, my mother and father stood by that. It was like, yeah, this is where we at, but this is not who we are. So this is this is how we're going to move about things. And my mother always told me she was like, I don't do jail visits. So you better not get locked up. I've met your parents, you by do. the way. They're awesome. Absolutely. I love I love your, your mother, especially, I think, is such a she actually kind of reminds me of my mom a little bit. She's like a very maternal, very nice. But at the same time, at the same time, she, it's, she's it's, strict. You're not going to yeah, mess with her. Like, yeah, she, absolutely. You, know, you have that respect. Like, when just I meeting her. I was like, high school, she gave me two choices. You either going to go to the forces or you're going to go to college. And it, it was lit. She was like, you got those two choices or you're not living here. Hey, you like it. It was tough. It was love that. is, is you know, the best was, kind of love. Right. It was it was tough love. See, the thing about it is that under my mother's, uh, you know, household and under her rules and everything like that, we weren't we, you know, and, you know, we went to church, you know, uh, every Deacons, Sunday right, and everything like that. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, it just it just was a lot. You know, it was a lot of I would say structure. I think that's what allows. And this is no disrespect to you know to the dudes in the hood and everything like that no, no, but you know what became let me... a product of the environment because also i gotta say this some dudes become a product of the environment because they're trying to help their family that's a whole nother lane i'm that not is, talking to different. that dude yeah i'm not talking but to let me to that person let me interrupt really quick so first off i think everything you said about the family thing is important is vital because i actually 100 percent agree like i've said this before like one of the biggest problems this country has i don't i can't speak for other countries i speak for our country and I don't know how you tackle this because no one wants to do this. We have bad parenting, man. There's a lot of people who don't care about their everybody kids. should not be a parent. Yeah. And, and a lot of people are thrown into it at a young age or, you know, we talked about this, like people, you know, when they're 18, 19, they're like, oh, let's have mm -hmm. kids. And it's like, you really should wait. Like, there's no reason to jump into it. Like, if you wait, you, you'd be better. You will no longer be a kid, you know? And again, things happen. I understand. But at the same time, I think a lot of people don't understand that. But what I'm saying with parenting, I think is like, that I think is so important. I, I bet if you look at the people who do become petty criminals, whatever it is, like this, like this guy who stole your packages. Yeah. Like I bet 90% or more of them don't have like a good solid foundation. Maybe some of them, your, I bet your, most your of them don't have that. Your upbringing changes a lot about who you are. Now there are some people that grow up in you know foster homes and and step parents yeah, and bad right they're, yeah they're or just terrible that, parents like who are yeah, just yeah, abusive you know, or whatever everybody's path and everybody's destination is completely different now the thing is when your mindset kicks in as far as which way i'm gonna go now it's on you because regardless of how you were brought up like you could have had a crackhead mother and a dad that just disappeared like or whatever right yeah you could have had all you could have ended up to be fair. I mean, he ended up being a, a, a drug dealer, did he not? You know, you could have had the worst situation in your life. But how when you get to the age of I have to make a decision, regardless of his young or not, if you're young, you go through the situation. Let's say you might end up in jail, detention center or whatever case may be. When you get to that point in your life, because I know dudes that did this, that went through the situation, ended up in jail, right. in jail, made a decision. I'm not coming back here. I'm I'm doing things different. You know what, man? Out. That that's the point of prison, though, is it not? Like you're paying for your crimes, and hopefully you go. That's where the, the term penitentiary comes from, like penance, right? You're supposed to go. This is terrible. I got to do better. Like I don't want to be here again. So Rehabilitation, hundred percent. 
rehabilitation is what is is what it's supposed to be, right? You know what? I don't, really quick, the let me, ones sorry. that stick to it, it is what it is. We right. can't have we can't save everybody. No, but what I will say is, me and you, I think we're similar in a lot of ways. I think we're very different people in terms of our personalities in a lot of ways. But I think something about us, we've always been kind of similar in like the somewhat honest nature of our lives. Like you know, we don't do like I said, we don't not selling drugs, we're not doing petty crime like this this person stealing people's mail. Like we've never really been those people. And, 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 you know, I was born in New York, but I raised most of my life. When I was a kid in Florida, you know, you over here in, in Brooklyn, these are two very different places. Darren. I mean, we grew Absolutely. up, our environments could not be almost more different, but I think we turned out very similarly. We had the same thing. I had two parents who were fantastic and they raised me to be a good person. They were like, you're not doing anything stupid. Like you can get in trouble anywhere. I, I, mean, I, I did do some stupid things. They came yeah, hard everybody on me. does stupid shit. I got, younger, I got, you know? oh, I didn't technically get arrested. I got detained for doing some stupid shit when I was younger. The cops with the cuffs on me, that flipped my their shit on me. You know, and, and it, nothing ever came from it. Like I didn't actually have a record because I was like 15 or something like that. Yeah, but, yeah. you know, like they came down hard on that type of stuff and they were on me to make sure my grades were good. And, and they didn't. They didn't necessarily do the whole college or um, military thing. But at the same time, my mom was like, you know, she wouldn't have been like, yeah, just stay at home and sit on your ass. She would have been like, no, like, yeah, yeah. What do you do? And that, like? that's another thing, too, because you got a lot of families that just say, oh, you don't got to do nothing. Or they're not they're nah, not, not hard good. on them yeah. and, and strict on these kids to where it's like, look, you need to figure some shit out because you're not just going to wake up every day, eat my food, watch my TV. Because you, you raise like you like, raise uh like lazy not people doing who don't that. care you know that's a, that's what i'm saying like me and you could not be born to different lifestyles like your parents are deacons you know my dad's like a baker my mom's like a man you know an office manager like you know you grew up in the hood i grew up in a fairly nice area you know like i was surrounded by only white people mostly you were surrounded by every very different place your city i was a town very different but we're very similar i think and people will look at me and think like Oh, you know, you're white, this and that. It's like, nah, it's not because of that. And it's the same reason that because you're black, you didn't grow up a certain way. It's about having good parents, man. Like I'm telling you, you have two good, or not even two good parents. You have one good parent who's there and who's trying to just give you a good life and provide. Doesn't need to be a lot. Just instills the right morals in you and the right values, and you'll probably, I think, there's a high chance you'll be fine. You know what? The paths, the paths are always going to be different. But I, I can, I can literally pinpoint to you to the moment that i knew i was going to be different i was in junior high school no i I think it was like ninth grade or something like that okay and it was 13 14 chase bank was doing uh uh like you you talk about the program was this the internship you think you talked about not the capital one one oh it's a different this is a different yeah i was was close (laughs) chase bank was on an internship right nobody i knew wanted to sign up for it my thing was this. I used to, they came in and they spoke. And the only thing I noticed was these guys got on suit and ties. They work for a bank. They must make a lot of money. They let me, I wanted to know, uh, my interest was in how much money they making. I want to, I want to know behind the scenes. I signed up for the internship. In that internship, and I, I'm going to just shoot straight. In that internship, I learned how to cold switch. Did I know it at the time? Uh, That's what I was yeah. learning. Didn't we talk about this, right? Like, we did you, talk about you, you, Yeah, we I did. think your family was like, you're talking white. And you were like, yeah, no, I'm yeah. not talking white. I'm talking just proper. That and I can do moment. both. That was the moment I learned. Yeah. I learned how to cold switch. Did I, Again, did I know it at the time? That's what I was learning? No. No, not at all. Yeah. But I learned how to cold switch. I learned how to shake a hand. Mm-hmm. I learned how to dress. I learned how to tie a tie. I learned how to speak properly in an interview, how to present myself and everything. 
that along with getting the actual um because in the after school program they they allowed this was downtown brooklyn i i was allowed to go to the chase bank so they sat us in a big office i was impressed i was like this is what i want this is what you want right right this is what i want i want the point of those internships isn't it though i want to show you what the life could be the thing is this our parents are only going to give us so much did my mother and father encourage me to to go to that no, they knew nothing about it. This was a choice that but I made. They they raised you and instilled certain values in you that led you to right. become that person to make that choice. Right. You see what I'm and saying? Then like, I'm, and then I made If you didn't have good choice. parents and you just didn't, you wouldn't even know. You wouldn't even make that choice because you'd be like, I the don't foundation, know what was happening. The foundation is always important. You yeah, can't man. build a house on on a weak foundation. This is why I, I guarantee your son will be just fine. Will he be a fucking Sons. Elon Musk or will he be a totally just normal person who knows right you don't know where he's gonna land but i guarantee he has you and he has his mother and he has good parents who are instilling good values in him so i guarantee he's gonna grow up and be just fine man like he's gonna be a well-adjusted kid who you know like i said who knows man maybe he'll be a freaking surgeon you know and he'll be like this world renowned who knows right we don't know yeah i mean look i expect both of them to be very well that that's that's really all it is but uh, yeah. at the same or time many you end up you at, could, you're gonna have more right you and Corey yeah, you to, that's at, what i'm saying like that I'm all telling you could man, do, like, all you could do is. is lay it out all you could do is lay it out and pray that they you know do shit the right i'm telling you man i i really do think what you said was right i thought about this before like if you have good parents they raise you and again it's not even about money it's about just being there instilling values in them like obviously you want to provide the best you can i mean everyone does but if you're just teaching them properly, you know, teach them what is right and what they should expect and what they should go. want from life. Like that's it. That's all you need to worry about. And, and, and they'll be fine. Like, you know, that's, that's, I just think that's so important. Like me and you come from that same thing. Like I had two good parents. My parents were very specific. I think this is a definitely an Italian thing of like, we have dinner together every night. They cooked, you know, obviously we'd go out you know, occasionally, but it was very much like we we're cooking dinner. We're all six of us going to sit down together every night and we're going to mm-hmm. eat dinner. And we didn't do that, obviously, for breakfast because everyone's different schedules and lunch. Obviously, we we're at like school and work. But for dinner, that was that was vital. My parents were not OK with like you not showing up for dinner. You know, right. like if you told them ahead of time, I guess maybe. But like, you know, by and large, like you need to be there for dinner. This is, this is dinner time, you know. So like those type of values, I think, are important. And like that was important to me. Like not that I have a family or anything, but like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I do. Anytime I've had a relationship, I've always enjoyed like sitting down with that person and having that meal and just talking to them. And, and, you know, it's important. So yeah, yeah I think, I think you are right about the, the upbringing thing. Like I bet I'm telling you, if we, if we found this, this loser who just stole those packages, I guarantee he would, doesn't have like great parents who were trying to do great by him. I'm sure he had. What's worse shitty, is when they shitty parents do. or absent parents. What's worse is when they actually have good parents. And, and I'm telling you, I, I bet like, the, what pers- the fuck are you doing this for? I bet the percentage. Who are you trying low. to impress? But you know what I'm saying? Like, I bet the percentage, like I, I'm, I'm, I'm talking about being a good parent. Like, if you're a parent who has a lot of money, but you don't, you ignore your kid. That's you're not a good parent, right? Like, I'm saying, I, I really do. I bet like 90% of these kids, we got kids, these people who do those things. Probably, I, I just don't think you were raised properly. I think if you were raised well, you're not going to go. I know I was raised well to do all it right, but I'm just going to be a shithole, a shitbag, and steal people's stuff, their, their packages. Like, I just, yeah. I don't know. Maybe, yeah. You know, who knows? But um. That is interesting. I have I've been I wanted to bring that up for a little bit, like uh, that kind of topic of like, how did you kind of beat the odds almost and like become a normal like law abiding citizen, whereas so many people didn't. So, um, you're not a product of your environment, I suppose, is just the answer because you had good yeah. parents. Yeah. All right, man. I think that brings us uh, about to the end of our show here. Um, of course, people want to reach out and talk about these types of things. They can email us. Need I say more? Pod 
at gmail.com and on Twitter and Instagram, they can follow us. Need I say more pod? I'm sorry, at, at need I say more pod. Say more Every pod. time I fuck that up. That's why sometimes I'll pass it to you because I know you will mess it up. Um, <laughs> but we, of course, ever end every show with a hypothetical. What do you got? All right. Terrence, if you found out, I guess we'll stick with the family topic. If you found out that you were adopted tomorrow, your mom's like, no, we, we, we took you in when you were, you know, two weeks old. You're adopted. What do you do? I mean, obviously, your mom is still your mother. It's not that changes. So it's a lot of. Uh, yeah, do you go I, look? Do you want to look for the, your birth mother? Do you think me it's no. whatever? Me, it's, no. Yeah, it's no point, right? Yeah, me. Uh, knowing me, no. Because it's kind of like why like, she probably had her reasons and you were raised by an out amazing. Out of sight, out of mind. Mm. I'm good. I, you know, like that feels be... like a, like a womb. I don't want to go through that. Yeah, I, I, I think it's like kind of like where's the benefit of finding this woman? Yeah. Was, like, is there I, anything I, good going to come from it? Maybe, but I don't know that it would be. Yeah. Would you be upset at your parents and be like, why didn't you tell me sooner? I'm, you know, my thirties. Or would you be just, you know, like maybe she was just nervous. Not know. upset. Not upset. I don't think maybe I'd be surprised upset. that you. Yeah. Maybe surprised. I, need, I might need a moment, but I think, I think being upset is, I probably wouldn't have that feeling. I think it'd probably be more so on the trying to understand. Yeah, I just I just want to understand. Yeah, I would definitely I don't know that I'd want to find out like unless it was some if they had like they knew why I was put up for adoption or, or, or if they knew some story and it was maybe like, I don't know, something meaningful. But I, chances are like, mm-hmm. I don't know, the person just couldn't maybe handle a kid. And it's like my parents are still my parents. Like they still raised me and are still my mother and father until I die, obviously. But yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't want to find out. And I, I would, I, I don't know if I'd be upset, but I would be like, why didn't you tell me? Like, I'm 30. You didn't want to tell me when I was like 18 or at least like 20 something, you know? Like, yeah, yeah. It'd be a little, it'll be a little much, but yeah. Yeah. Cause it's unfortunate that adoption is kind of like looked down on sometimes. You know, people don't want to tell it's, people. It's like, a blessing for some people, though. It's it is. Really Listen, if, if you can't, like, if you, if you are, find yourself pregnant and you don't think you can handle the kid thing like it's nothing wrong with that if if you know someone if you can give to proper parents then what's wrong with that people who want to be parents i mean yeah um yeah very family-centric episode in the second half but i liked it um loved it loved it it's a good one um but terrence that's that's it for me you got anything no um uh shout outs to all the families uh yes. shout outs to all the people that are now adults and kind of had like a nostalgic reflection moment shout out to our parents of course shout out to our parents of course uh and shout out to the people that are still figuring it out uh it's not too late right you do yeah even if you you made mistakes you're maybe in prison whatever it is ain't not too late to change and stop comparing yourself to that person that you think is hot shit because they're probably not not. yeah they're probably just (laughs) as like messed up as you like you're good you'll figure out your own shit you'll make your own way you know, and that's all that may- really matters because you could have been anywhere in the world, but you're here with us. And we appreciate that. Need I say more? Mm-hmm.